You're listening to Witch Wednesdays, your weekly podcast source for all things witchcraft in the modern world. Join your hosts, Steph and Tara, every Wednesday morning as they dive into a new witchy topic. Welcome back to Witch Wednesdays. This is Steph. And this is Tara. And you are listening to episode 50, New Year Spells. Yay! It's almost a whole year. I'm going to say that every episode till the end, guys. <laughs> Don't worry. You only have three more to listen to. She has to say that for you. And then it'll be, hey, we made it a whole year, guys. Woohoo! <laughs> yes, we like to start lots of little endeavors um, and not stick with them. But I really forced Tara to stick with this this year. We did a whole year of podcasting and we're going to go into a second year, which is just crazy. That is crazy. But we wanted to talk about New Year spells and New Year magic associated with this traditional New Year because we talked about Samhain being the witch's New Year and a lot of witches do celebrate that way. But a lot of people do like to focus on this traditional January 1st uh, New Year as still being a magical time. Uh, I do this. Yeah, there's there's a lot of divide on this about whether or not it is a magical time because it's unlike the other um, actual Sabbaths and pagan holidays, this isn't associated with any sort of astrological phenomenon. It's not a solstice. It's not a midway point. Uh, there's really nothing uh, special about it's January. It's completely random. <laughs> yeah, January 1st. It's just uh, the year, the time of year that the rest of the world, pagan or not, tends to celebrate as being you know, the, this new year and this new changing over. So it, a lot of witches do still consider it a magical time just because everybody is setting goals and resolutions and doing things to bring in this new year. And to have everybody sort of in that same mentality brings a lot of energy out into the universe. And so a lot of witches do like to tap into that energy, even though it's not like our traditional new year. Uh, there's still a lot of energy floating around on January 1st that makes it a very like positive time to do spell workings. So Tara yes, and I that's... both observe January 1st as being the new year. Special. <laughs> we, we have lots of new years, okay? We're just, oh, yeah. We're just going to keep on trying until something changes. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, January 1st can definitely still be a magical time. I know a lot of people think that, oh, it's just a random date. And why, sh- if you have a goal, you should start now. And, and I do agree with that. If you have a goal on the day that you're listening to this, the first full week of December, then go ahead and start right now. There's no embrace that guys. There's yeah, no problem it's... with that either. But if you are waiting until January 1st, there is, you know, a reason for that. So we just want to mention that it's still a magical time. And therefore we are going to share some um, goals, things you can do to start the new year, some uh, spells that you can do and, you know, witchy resolutions and things like that. So let's get into it with starting talking about 2021 as a year. So first of all, it is (laughs) the year of the ox, and that is in Chinese astrology. And And if you were born in the year of the ox, like some people, Tara, (laughs) (laughs) it's always fun when your birth year comes around again. (laughs) Yes. The year of the ox, Tara was born in 1985. So that is the year of the ox. Um, It is the second animal on the Chinese zodiac, the first one being a rat, which is me, because <laughs> in the tale of um, how these animals came about and their placement, 
uh, is because the rat tricked the ox into giving him a ride across the river. And then when they got to the end, the ox, the rat first. jumped off first. So yep, the, ox came, first. the ox came in second and the rat came in first. I'm a rat. So. <laughs> um, and it, you, it goes, it goes both ways. A lot of people say that if it's your year, you are a year of the ox, um, then it will be unlucky for you. But a lot of other people say that it's a lucky year for you. So I always have good luck on when my year comes around. Yeah, I always have bad luck because yeah, 2020 year of the rat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was so nobody had a good, to be fair, it was a bad year for everyone, but you got a real bad year. I had a real bad year. Yeah. So, uh, but yes, yeah, so the year of the ox, um, it's very, uh, stable, hardworking, uh, animal so that if you want to work with you know the energy of the year of the ox even if it's not you know your birth year uh, you could definitely use that this year in numerology it the year 2021 is the number five so in numerology you just add the individual numbers together so two plus zero plus two plus one equals five and, and uh, in numerology the number five is uh, considered both positive and negative. Uh, it's not an all-around good number. Uh, it is about communication, freedom, but it's also about change and challenge. So lots of lots of changes coming in 2021. It does have like lots of good associations. It's a very powerful number in witchcraft because there are five, five elements, uh, especially in um, Wicca when you include the spirit in the <laughs> elements. <laughs> You guys can't see me, but I'm literally holding up all five fingers, like naming them off in front of the camera. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we should like record Tara. Let us let us know on uh, Instagram or an email <laughs> or something if you want like a video version of this because I do nothing. I like literally just sit on my couch. My dog. Is I cannot not do nothing. Like it's no. Yeah, and so a video of me is not going to be very interesting. I just like sit here and sip my coffee. But I think videoing Tara for one of these would be probably hilarious for you to watch. So let us know if you're interested. <laughs> but yes, number five. Um, there's also five senses. So it's uh, a lot of ways to incorporate the number five into witchcraft. So that makes it a pretty powerful number. But yes, it does um, represent change and challenges. So could could go either way. However... When you look back at 2020, that was the number four, and four is all about like stability and foundations, and like, nobody had that. So we all went back to the very foundations: sit at your house and make your own food, and do nothing true. with anything. Symbolize the house, foundation of the house. <laughs> yes. So all that said, what can you do to start this traditional new year on January 1st? Cleansing. Yes, uh, cleansing is always the first thing that we recommend. We've talked about how we like to cleanse. I I like to cleanse on Maybon to welcome in Sawin as the new year. And I don't cleanse as often as Tara does, but Tara does it pretty regularly. I do it a lot. Yeah, I was just thinking, I was like, I actually, I didn't realize how much I was doing cleanses until we started doing this podcast. And I was like, well, this is a good time to cleanse. And this is a good time to cleanse. And I was like, Wow, I do a lot more cleanses than I thought I did. <laughs> no, but it is a good time to do it, especially I know right now a lot of people aren't having, you know, family or friends over. But if you do host a lot of people in the holidays between Halloween and Christmas, that is bringing a lot of different energies and things into your home. So cleansing mm -hmm. it out at the new year is always a great idea, I think. I uh, traditionally do it on the first day of January because that's kind of 
like you said, there's been so many people in and out, not this year, but in general, like I usually post um, or visit you for Halloween, but then I also have my birthday in October and there's uh, the holidays. And then we always do um, like family events and we try and like schedule them out so people can come. So they're not on the actual holiday. So there's all the family events. And then my great aunt comes over and visits um, always in November for some reason. I'm not sure why, but not necessarily for Thanksgiving. And then there's Christmas and there's Yule and there's Friendsgiving. And by the time January 1st comes around, usually I'm just exhausted. I need to clean all that energy out of my house and just hermit for a weekend. (laughs) Yeah, it can be very emotionally draining. It definitely is for me generally. (laughs) And those, those feelings, that emotional draining feeling, it can be stagnant in your home. So it's Mm -hmm. a a nice time to clear that out. And I know a lot of people want to, I mean, nobody thinks that this is magically going to go away on January 1st, but a lot of people do want to, to clean out the energy that 2020 left. So that's a good time. Obviously we've talked about, we have the whole episode on how to do a home cleanse and we've talked all about you know, physical cleansing, like taking a cleansing bath, a spiritual cleansing, also cleansing all of your tools and things. So if you, you know, want to get rid of this stagnant energy of this year, then this would be, you know, a great time to do that. <laughs> and this is also a time when I like to do a physical cleanse. I don't do many of those. Generally, January is my only time, but this will be the fourth or fifth year in a row that I've done a January cleanse. And I feel like once the house is clear of the extra energy, And my tools are all shiny and new cleansed and I, I'm ready for me to be cleansed. So I always do a physical cleanse too. It's kind of a, an embodiment of me cleansing everything else in my life. And I think it really gets the year off to a good start generally. Yes. And by cleanse, she means diet. Last year we did whole 30. Uh, last three years I've done whole 30. The (laughs) year before that I did the GM diet. The year before that I worked out every day for the month. Uh, like I, (laughs) I find January very good, but I can't do year-long resolutions in January like some people do. Kudos if you are one of those. But I always do year-long resolutions for um, in October because I just I don't feel like I can do a whole year in January. <laughs> but to just cleanse yourself for a month is great. Yeah. Oh, it really helps. Another thing that you can do after while you're doing this cleansing, as we talked about in a in the home cleansing episode that I like to use the besom to sweep everything out. And at the beginning of the year, it's also a good time to do it exactly opposite and sweep in the new year. So if you are expecting or putting positive energy out there to bring in a positive new year and good things, and you want to attract, you know, love or luck or prosperity, all of those things you would, you can sweep those into the house using your besom in the exact opposite order that we talked about in the home cleansing episode, we talked about, you know, working at the top and coming, you know, from the back of the house to the front and like out the front door. So in sweeping in the new year, you go back, you go from your front door and sweep it all the way back into your house to bring in all of this positivity. Uh, I know someone and she's done this for many, many years now, but she lives in a much warmer climate than us. But she always plants lavender on New Year's Day, and then she does a sweep into her home to try and bring in that positive energy and um, everything from the lavender. And then uh, at the end of December, she brings the lavender in and dries it for the next year. So she, like, rotates them in and out, kind of. Nice. It smells amazing. Anyway. (laughs) So once you have cleansed and 
banished all the things that you do not want to bring into the new year the next step would be attracting all of the things that you do want so besides the sweeping you can also hang uh, charmed items or carry them with you to attract certain things like we talked like love and prosperity and things like that Uh, this is we've talked lots about jewelry (laughs) Um, but jewelry is very easy to charm and carry with you all the time Uh, you could do it to crystals or things like that just like little amulets that you want to carry with you Uh, So this is a good time to sort of get those all charged up, ready to go, and then carry them with you throughout the year. And then if you feel like you need to recharge them periodically, maybe on the Sabbaths or full moons or whenever you feel like your energy is high. Uh, You can also use a scent that has attractive properties to scent your home, uh, which is why these scents are so common at Yule time, which is cinnamon, vanilla, and pine. Those are scents of attraction. Those are often used in perfumes and room sprays and candles and things like that, but they are traditionally associated like Christmassy Yule scents, and that's why, because they attract good things. Everyone needs good things in their lives. (laughs) It is also the time to set up protection and wards. We talked about that uh, in the previous episode, too. That's a good thing to do after you cleanse just to... You know, so you're not cleansing every single day or a week or something. Is to set up protection and wards so your cleansing lasts. Uh, I'll be honest. I don't think I've ever done protection and wards on New Year's Day, um, even after a cleanse. But that's because I tend to do them uh, often enough that they're already in place. Yeah. But this is a good time to... Um, just when you're like goal setting and you're inviting things in, it really is a good time to make sure that the protections and wards you have in place are ones that you want. Um, if you found that maybe one that you have been using isn't as effective, try a new one today. This is a good time to just kind of test the waters. Um, if you want to try something new in the new year. Another fun thing to do to bring in January is a new year divination. Uh, this is the same we talked about uh, at Samhain to just look at the 12 months ahead. There are a lot of different ways that you could do a tarot spread for looking at 12 months ahead or the year as a whole. I We put an example up on Patreon when it, it was time for Samhain and that one can easily be adapted to work with this new year as well as the witch's new year. And there will also be another one up if you are a Patreon or you want to sign up. Um, we always link that everywhere, but there will be up one up like the first week of January, like a different version of how to do like a full year spread. I do. You can also do this in January, obviously, since I don't have cards, but I totally did it for Samhain, aka staff helped. <laughs> uh, you can also do a very uh, simple three card spread that uh, the first card would just be the thing that you need to let go of in 2021. And the second card would be what you need to focus on right now to make that happen. And the third card would be the final outcome or advice for the future. So that's a good way to be like very specific, especially when you are um, intention setting, which we're about to get into. Uh, If you're looking for witchy resolutions or figuring out what you're going to do in 2021, then doing that sort of three card spread will really help narrow your focus of what needs to sort of leave your life right now and not come with you into the new year. And if you do this before you set up the protections or cleanse and banish, it really can tell you what to focus on 
both what to ward against and what you need to banish and then um, go from there. Which brings us to intention setting, which we both love, love doing love. all year long. Love, love, <laughs> we, love, love. love. We, we this love is really our intention. bond, guys. This is where Steph and I are like the same person. <laughs> yeah, we do this so much. We talk to each other about this all the time. But we love goal setting. And obviously, this is the time for year-long resolutions. We highly recommend journaling. Yes, um, write it down. We, yeah, we both do this. And we like to focus on sort of like different areas. So health is, you know, separate from always family and that's separate from career. Like obviously all of those things tie together in your life, but when you are setting different intentions, it's good to sort of separate those areas out. So you can kind of focus on a main goal in those categories and journaling is like the best, best way to do that. Keep you focused. Yeah. To keep you focused. Um, So it's, a great time for obviously resolutions in general, but of course resolutions that relate to your witchcraft and your practice. Actually guys, this is one of my favorite times to set witchy goals for myself because then I usually, instead of doing a full year, I like to see if I can get my goal done by Samhain. And then I have time to kind of reflect on it before the next uh, witchy resolution period. So I know um, we talked about for the moons, um, when you're doing a spell work based on the moon, there's that waning where you can kind of reflect and tweak and see what worked in. um, This is a really good way to do this for witchy resolutions as well, based on the year, because by the end of the witch's new year, you might have your goal done. And then you have a few months to kind of reflect on what you did and maybe tweak it before you go into the next period. At least that's what I like to do. I I set all my goals at this time. I'm not big on doing them at Sawan for various reasons, but I like doing them on uh, the, well, now in December to be ready for the first of the year. Uh, We are going to, when this episode goes live, we're going to put up a picture on Instagram. So if you have any witchcraft related resolutions or goals we invite you to share them in the comments on that photo because I think it would be just a nice place to share your ideas so other people can get ideas if they're like okay what am I going to work on this year it's always inspiring to see like what other people want to do but it will also be a good place to I mean we can answer questions for you other you know witches can answer questions for you and can get support if there's somebody that has the exact same goal as you it's nice to have an accountability partner and I know a lot of our listeners don't have a coven and don't have uh, a lot of other witches that they know in their real lives so they'll be a nice place to sort of chat with each other and find somebody that's got like similar goals as you and get some goal ideas so we will definitely make sure that is up when this episode when you're listening to it it will be there (laughs) yeah so one of the reasons why Steph and I talk about our intentions and our goals so much is having that accountability partner not someone that's going to judge you but just someone that helps you get to the next step um honestly sometimes well you know this just from listening Steph will just casually drop like hey have you done this oh crap no Cause I have such bad ADHD that I have like 17 million projects going at every moment of my day. And so it's really nice just to have someone to be like, Hey, take a breath, 
what about this goal? You had this goal. Are you still doing it? Do you want to still do it? Um, what have you done to work on it? And that's just really helpful in any goal setting uh, situation, but especially which, with uh, witchcraft for me personally, because I'm not a coven uh, solo practitioner and I am not super good at the online stuff, as we have mentioned, <laughs> it's just super helpful to have that person to be like, Hey, how's it going? And then you also have to chat about it and put it out into the universe. universe. And we've talked about lots of different types of witchcraft manifesting being one of them. Um, and a lot of spell work involves manifesting, saying things out loud, putting it out there in the universe, exactly what you want to happen. So having an accountability partner that you are talking to about these things and saying them out loud uh, can be very helpful. And it's not about judgment. It's all about just positivity and support. So yeah. So if you have any witchy resolution ideas, ours, well, mine, not ours. Tara has her own, but like one that we have in common is witchcraft related is definitely related to this podcast that yes. we decided that we're going to keep going in 2021 because we weren't sure when we started this like we will we'll stick out for this year and then see what happens but lots of you seem to like it and have given us way more ideas for next year so we're excited about that and also launching the sabbat boxes which if you missed it that episode went live on friday so five days ago um that talked about all about the sabbat boxes obviously don't don't ship until mid-january but if you are interested the link is live you can check them out um you guys are but awesome. yes we those are sort of like our our combined witchy resolutions is to just you know put a lot of love and energy into those boxes and into keeping this podcast going yes <laughs> just keep going just keep going <laughs> another one of my personal witchy resolutions is to use up uh, my supplies before I buy more. <laughs> and I feel like a lot of you are guilty of that too. Uh, that's only super funny because one of my resolutions this year was to not have miscellaneous supplies that I bought and then never use. And I have an entire bag of supplies that I have had at least three months or more and have not used at all ever. Haven't even opened them <laughs> since I bought them. So I'm cleaning out my witchy supplies this year. So next year I can make room for some of my goals are to um, get more in depth with a couple of different uh, paths that I haven't explored as much as I maybe wanted to, or I had an interest and something happened, but um, so I'm cleaning out this year. So next year I can make room for some new things and new growth. And I'm very excited about it. Yeah. I just have some things that, you know, when you buy, supplies like herbs especially uh and you have you know spell work in mind that you use them for and then there's some left over in the bag and they kind of just chill for a while that's what I've got going on so I would like to use them up that is definitely one of my intentions um and reading five new witchcraft books is also my intention because I kind of go back to the same books that I know and love and use all the time but there are a lot of other ones you know Tara and I just went on so I went to the local store here and there's just they've so many 
good ones and things that look like such interesting options. And I'm sure that I will read more than five, but I'm setting five as like a, a doable goal to like be able to check that off, like five in categories that I am not already super familiar with just to like, you know, broaden my knowledge base. <laughs> so that's funny. Cause that's not necessarily the reading because uh, I know I'll read more than five witchcraft books next year, but um, yeah, definitely. I want to get more into tea divination. I'd like to just look more into that. Um, while we were making the boxes, guys, I found like the perfect set of runes, but I don't know how to use them and I refuse to buy them <laughs> until I know. So I'm going to look more into runes. And then there is a glass blowing workshop um, that is starting up here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, of all places. Woohoo! And so I'd like to learn to make witch balls from scratch. Wow. Blowing your own glass balls. Right. Impressive. I'm super That's a very impressive goal. Well, there's this class and then I figure I can incorporate my witchcraft in it. It's super, I'm super excited about it. But like I said, I have to get rid of some of the old stuff to make room <laughs> for the new stuff. So there are lots of, you know, witchy resolutions. Those are just some of ours, but just in general, you know, you could make resolutions involving, you know, following the moon phases better, learning about the planetary movements. Uh, you can make a resolution to celebrate all of the Sabbaths and look more into the history of each one. Uh, you can make a resolution to work on finding your gods and goddesses. If you wanted to reach out and start working with them, if you want to start working with the Fae or other spirits, uh, lots find, of ways that you can say, set a familiar. <laughs> yeah, lots of ways you can set a resolution. So definitely check out that Instagram post because we are excited to see what everybody has to share as their various ideas of what they're going to be working on in 2021. We obviously love goals, so we're very excited. <laughs> so last thing we wanted to share for this episode uh, are a couple of spell ideas that are particularly useful at this time of year. Um, and that first one is a transformation spell, which is probably the easiest one on this list. Yeah. Um, and the one you've probably already been doing some form of this uh, because a lot of people write down their new year's resolutions and writing it down like that has some power behind it. So a transformation spell would be to just write a letter to yourself as you are right now and write down what you want to change and then destroy that letter in some way. You can either, you know, burn it, tear it up, something like that. And then write a second letter to your future self that has already made those changes. Um, and what positive things have happened since you've made those changes. So for example, um, if you're writing a letter to yourself as you are right now, and you're writing down, you know, something that you want to change, something that you would write down and be like, I am not great with money. I spend it on frivolous things. I spent too much at Christmas. Um, and I just feel like I'm not doing the best with my finances that I should be tear that up, get rid of that you know, negative energy in some way, and then write a new letter to say yourself in six months and say, you know, I am great with finances. I figured out how to do a budget. I've spent my money very wisely this year. I have money in savings and I'm feeling great because my future looks more secure. And it's a, what I spend my money on is aligning, you know, with my goals in life. I don't feel like anything is being wasted. Um, all of those positive things that coming that come from being better with your money. Um, and then 
if you want to keep that letter, the positive one, in a safe place, uh, anywhere will do. But we've talked about um, pyramid crystals of sending that if you place a pyramid shaped crystal on top of a letter, then that point shoots it directly out into the universe. That could be a very nice like place to keep it or just to place it on if you have an altar or something just to keep that intention at the forefront of your mind. But it's a very powerful and easy one to do at this time of year. And it's very similar to how non-witches celebrate the new year anyway, writing down resolutions like that. So and it can be very, very simple, um, but it also can be super, I'm not super complex, but you can make it more complex. Um, so I actually did this uh, last Yule with my friend Amanda, and we each wrote down five things for us currently. Um, and then we wrote one letter on if we changed even one or all, how our lives would be better off, how we would be happier, something like that. We tied them with a ribbon, and then we put it in um, a glass bottle we burned the five things we wanted to change and we put the ashes in the bottle. We added some fresh herbs and some crystals and then we sealed it with wax. And it's been sitting uh, on my dresser for this entire year. So every time I look at it, I remember, hey, these are the things I'm focusing on. These are the things. And then um, on Yule this year, we are going to open it up, break the wax seal and see if it's true that we are doing better and happier and um if we're who we want to, who we wanted to be last year at this time. So I love this, but you can make it like fancy and pretty if you want, or like she said, just very simple, just write a letter to yourself, destroy it. Of course I use fire and then (laughs) write a new letter on how you'll be happier or it's really important to focus on the positive. So it's really important to write that second letter, just throwing that out there, but yeah, yes. But yeah, I have it in a cute little glass jar sealed with wax. We melted the wax ourselves. I felt kind of like a cocaine addict because we melted the wax over the Yule log. But it's <laughs> it's a fun thing to do. And you can pretty it up. Um, and no one's ever asked me why I have a bottle sealed with wax full of ash and crystals in two letters sitting on my dresser. But <laughs> yeah, I think people know you well enough that they're just like, that's Dara. Yeah, it's just Dara's fine. So whatever. Uh, The second spell idea that is good for the new year uh, is the better with money spell. And there's a lot of ways that you can change this around, but it is to create a sigil, you know, like um, I am responsible with money sigil. And there are lots of tutorials online of different ways to create sigils and how to use sentences like that to make one. Um, And then use that sigil to draw it in oil. Let's not like be using pen on cash, but you can draw it on cash, on your cards, on your wallet or anything like that. And that sigil will carry that positive intention every time you go to spend your money. And there are a lot of ways that you can change this around. If better with money isn't your intention, you can also do a, you know, better with your health sigil and draw that on your fridge or your cabinet or your treadmill um, to make you, you know, a little bit better. That's where Steph's is. Yeah, that treadmill. Uh, you could also do um, a better with organization or planning sigil and draw that on the front of your planner, um, on your desk at work, on your computer. There are lots of different ways to create a sigil and then use that in your life um, 
across all these areas to just carry that energy with you and sort of remind you every time. Uh, that's a super easy one. one. thing, <laughs> if you're new to sigils, um, pick one that you're going to use. Don't try and do a I'm better with money sigil and I'm better with uh, organization sigil and I'm better with health sigil and I'm going to be better with love sigil because you're going to forget which is which. Yeah. Um, so start slow if you're just starting with sigils. And I only say that because I went crazy and then I could not remember which was which. So one of my, like, again, ADHD, I have 7 million things that I want to do. So, but yeah, start with one. Um, the money one and writing in oil on cash is actually really good. I don't know about where you're located, but in my area, a lot of businesses aren't accepting cash right now. So it's kind of nice to carry it around in your wallet because people are not going to take it off of you. And every time you see it, you're also reminded, hey, I need to be responsible with that. So absolutely. And the last one that we have to uh, recommend is called a make the future go smoothly spell. I think everyone should do this. We need 2021 (laughs) to be better. (laughs) Yes, right. Everyone should do this. Uh, It's going to the detailed you know steps and ingredients are going to be on patreon and we can make it so everybody can see it so on patreon you know like yeah on patreon we have a tier so you have to be subscribed it's five dollars a month um to get all of our bonus content we've got a lot of stuff on there that you might want to check out that has a lot of stuff on there (laughs) yeah that's all uh we can make it so it's visible to the public so if you want to head out head over to our Patreon to get to the various steps and everything. Um, we can make that free. So all of you can see it, but it is basically just using a peach that you bake um, and use cinnamon and honey on it. And we'll explain on Patreon why it's like those, those two, three ingredients. But like we talked about, you know, cinnamon attracts and things like that. Um, and you bake it and then eat it. So it's a delicious and effective spell. So definitely head over there. It's so yummy, guys. (laughs) Head over there to see that. And you can also make it into a love spell by using an apple instead of a peach. So we are going to go into all of that over there. It will be up by the time that you are listening to this. So hopefully you will go check it out. And maybe we can all do a make the future go smoothly peach. And we can all eat it on January 1st and have a wonderful 2021. 2021. 2021. Yes. <laughs> I'm Hopefully. giving up on 2020. I need 2021 to be better. <laughs> so that is all that we have to share with you for this episode. And we will see you next week and another episode of Tara saying we're almost at the end of the year, guys. I am so excited for this year to end. And if you do not share my excitement, I apologize. But if you do, then you're excited every time I say it. Or you're annoyed like stuff. Whatever. It's great. I'm very excited. (laughs) (laughs) We will see you next week. Bye. Follow us on Instagram. First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations so you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology, real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. Thanks for listening to Witch Wednesdays with Steph and Tara. Love our content? 
Consider donating at anchor.fm slash witch-wednesdays to help keep our podcast up and running. Please leave us a voicemail on that same site if you have any questions or comments, and follow us on Instagram at Witch Wednesdays Podcast.